Welcome to the Nailed It Wall. Ah! On this week's episode of the Nailed It Wall, we're going to talk about how we ended the 2019 school year. We're going to talk about Mr. Lane's crazy adventures with wishes for teachers. And we're going to talk about what we're looking forward to in the 2020 school year. Buckle up and enjoy the ride. Welcome to episode 26 of the Nailed It Wall. I'm Mr. Lane, the STEM guy. And I'm Mrs. Schofield. Well, today it's an exciting day. We are recording a podcast over winter break. I can't tell you how many winter breaks we've tried to launch the Nailed It Wall. What do you say, the last three winter breaks we try to get off the ground? Yeah, I do remember actually trying to record this in your garage and it was freezing cold. Yes, trying to figure out the mics, trying to figure out the settings, how to upload it. There goes my dog running by, but it's just such a great feeling. We are actually recording on winter break because it's been our goal so many winter breaks since that first year of Moxie to really get that podcast off the ground. That was four years ago. So I think the last three winter breaks, we've tried to figure out how to get our podcast off the ground. Now, I think we're becoming seasoned veterans. We're on to episode 26. We've been downloading Brazil, Ghana, Ghana, Ireland, the UK, Japan, five continents. We need to get to six. We need Australia. We need someone to download in Australia. And if you know someone in Antarctica, please share it with them. You yes. Know? This would be great for those cold days. Uh, totally. Uh, so it's just such a great feeling that the podcast is up. So much great feedback. It's our last podcast of the 2019 year. Crazy. And it's kind of crazy to think we've been doing this for six months now, and I love all the feedback people give us, things that they enjoy, what they like to listen to, what they catch up on. It's been so much fun doing the podcast. So much fun. What's been your highlight of the podcast? Um, well, that's a good question. I feel, number one, it's nice to finally, uh, when you set a goal, to be able to finally see that to come to fruition, right? Like, like you said, we've been waiting and waiting and waiting to do this and like lots of trial and error. So I like that we have been able to do that. But then I feel like this has really allowed us to get to know uh, some of the people that we know, but we didn't know, you know, on a deeper level. And then it's kind of been a great way to, as a reflection for us, I think. Oh, totally. I, I love that part. I love when we have students on. Mm-hmm. I love interviewing people, some of those things, just hearing other people's stories yeah. and kind of sharing that. And when other people hear those stories, such a cool thing. And we always talked about, you know, this is the future. This is how people kind of connect and get their news. And there's a podcast for anything, you know, yeah. anything you want to learn about, That's people true. that you want to follow, people that you're interested in. There's a podcast for that. And I feel like this AirPod generation, everyone just popping in their AirPods and, you know, before it was like you can't just watch TV and, you know, you're playing on your phone watching TV. But now it's just like you can't just run to the grocery store. It's like you got your AirPods in, you're listening to a podcast, you're listening to music, you're kind of doing all these things. You're not in your head and disagreement no i'm not disagreeing i just didn't realize that i'm missing out like usually when i'm running to the grocery store i'm not thinking pop in my airpods but maybe i should be doing that i think you should because anytime i leave the house i make sure i have my airpods mostly because in case i get a phone call you know me city of glendale has a, a no cell phone tolerance when you're driving your car i need to have my airpods in so i'm hands free when i take a phone call this is hilarious. I love that Brady is such a podcast diva. Yeah, Brady's making his appearance. He's getting a drink of water right now. But that's the beauty of this podcast. You never know. And we never stop recording. That's right. Uh, so it just feels so good to have the podcast up and going. I love sharing it with people. You talk about that reach, how you download something. Brady's really thirsty playing Seriously. with his toy here. <laughs> Ryan's getting a good chuckle out of that. And the fact is that Ryan is quieter than our man Brady as we're recording this podcast. Now, the cool thing with this podcast being released is the impact it's had and how much we get to kind of reflect with every week that's kind of passed. Now, we had a great end to 2019. Talk to us about your Christmas sweaters and your Kessler posts and, and... the the ending of your 2019 school year with your kids man that last day was was pretty awesome so we you know i did the christmas sweater competition which i wanted to announce the winner on the announcements for that day but you still haven't announced it no i have not have you made a choice no 
I actually am. Be, I actually had my sister try and weigh in on break, and she she picked one, and and I'm just between two, and so I'm trying to decide. So, and you've already said you will not weigh in, so I will I not. Did not. I did not waste your time with that. Um, but I'm really, really proud of them. And I popped into my class uh, over break and got to see them hanging in the windows, and that just made me so happy. And the kids are really. And I wore my uh, sweater to something on during break it was something that i went to with my family and it got a lot of love like it definitely got a lot of love the people are learning a lot about rosalind franklin i will say the power of the ugly christmas sweater so it's been a good educational thing and so that was fun and then i posted it per your reminder which was good to post it up on the kessler site which you and i love and again if you're a science or stem teacher make sure you join the kessler professional learning community plc you have to join the group but so many awesome things already on break i've been caught on there for an hour i love it following these things but it's such a a benefit to you as a teacher yeah and so you know our whole goal about the things that we post is more to share and to inspire and you know just kind of plant those seeds and so that was really cool because a lot of people are already doing the ugly christmas sweater uh, project. I mean, we didn't invent that. We just, I think we saw it on Kessler actually. And uh, we just decided to do it, you know, to make it into the sweater thing. So there's a lot of people that had said they're going to do that next year. So I hope that they do. That'd be really cool. No, it was pretty awesome. All the likes that it got, all the comments, and you are the original taking the ugly Christmas sweater and turning it into an actual sweater. Yeah. So you are the queen of the creation of the ugly Christmas sweater from a student version. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. All right, there's Ryan. He's giving you some props for your, your queendom. There's Thank another you, another queen thing to add to your resume. Go Arizona. <laughs> another appearance by our man Ryan Scientist. Now. Yeah. Go SV. I like it. I like it. Go SV All right, now Ryan, how how's your holiday break been going? Good. Good. What what's been the favorite thing about your break so far? Uh, doing tricks on my skateboard. Doing tricks on your skateboard. All right. Well, we're gonna tap Ryan out here. I right, go back to work, Ryan. Bye. All right, so so that was awesome. And talk about your the gingerbread. You did some uh, ginger engineering mm. to to end up break here. Yeah, that was uh, an undertaking. It was super fun, but gingerbread house making, I would not say that's like a, did you grow up doing that? I did not. Yeah, nor did I. And I don't really think that's my gift in life. And there are a handful of eighth graders that it is their gift. But a lot of the eighth graders are more uh, in the same ballpark as me, where it's like, you know, they could use some practice. And it was in the NPR, so like the cafeteria area. And we gave, what, 125 eighth graders frosting and candy and gingerbread, uh, graham crackers and stuff, and they made their gingerbread houses. And they had a blast, so much fun, right? They had so much fun. There was stuff everywhere, it was so sticky. They were just hopped up on candy, on sugar. And talk about like going from the chant, you know, the spirit chant at the assembly, super fun. That assembly was so fun, you know, with the band and the choir and and all that um, and all the different grade level chants. Like I love, I think that's my favorite assembly because it's right before Christmas break and it's that, you know, happy holiday vibe. So that was really fun. And then we went right into the gingerbread house thing. And it was it was uh, controlled chaos, I would say. <laughs> it was controlled chaos, but super fun. And, you know, there were some really elaborate ones. Actually, Ramon made, like, it looked like a multi-car garage. I'm not sure. A huge, huge building. And so did Matthew. And, like, their stuff was very elaborate. And then some. But, you know, then you look at that. And it is an engineering design, you know, challenge, if you will. And I was blown away. But a lot of kids just mostly ate a lot of candy. And then we sent them home. So it was good. That's pretty awesome. I love the awards you gave out. So what were some of the awards that you guys gave out? That's all credit to Mrs. V. But she did like, she got cotton candy. And it was like for the sweetest one. And there was one that was um, uh, kettle corn, I think it was. And it was for like the corniest one. And what were some of, and there was a, oh, a rubber duck and it was like the ugly duckling award and i think she did five i can't remember the other ones but they were really cute pretty cool so it was a great way to to end the 2019 school year 
Uh, my highlight ending uh, this past school year was my eighth graders. They've been working so hard on their Sphero mini mini golf courses. Those are crazy. And I'm talking about the detail, the attention to detail, how much time they worked. I mean, we, we spent almost probably three and a half weeks, four weeks perfecting these, and everyone had some sorts of lights, servos working, and it was just so much fun. So explain what a servo is. So a servo is something that they code, so it kind of spins, and then they have to kind of add on to that and kind of put these obstacles on for their mini golf courses. And this one was the Hummingbird yep, kit? Yep, so okay. we use the, the Hummingbird uh, kit, which works with the micro bit, and they do all the coding on MS Make Code, and so they have to code all this stuff, and then, but... My biggest thing is I want the kids to realize the code is the easy part. It's the engineering. It's the yeah. hard part. And they went through the engineering design process time and time again they to kind of get it. these things perfect. And I think on that final day, like almost everything was perfect. And then we had Mrs. Garcia's third graders come in and they got to play the holes and kind of so go cool. through everything. And those kids had so much fun. Um, my daughter actually got a hole in one on the hole where she was trying to go for your mouth versus mine. And then she got a hole in one. But the coolest thing was that these third graders are doing things that uh, that the eighth graders haven't even done, like yeah. holes and ones. I think Javi, Devin, their group, they never even got, they never even made it to their hole. And like, they were so impressed that these third graders were, uh, were making it through their hole. So it was just such a great year to kind of see like that leadership and the mentorship that these eighth graders possessed and how excited they were to kind of share their work uh, oh, with the, the third graders. Oh, the creativity was crazy. Like yeah. their designs, they were so cool. And like the attention, like the pride in what they were producing, like you had some truly amazing things where they really had to care about those things and like they were so invested and you were so great about like how's it, you had huge projects. They were big. And how you had space, but you know, they just like every single time I would see them, they would be working on the project. Like they had so much fun, like investing the time in that. And I love the feedback that the third graders were given to the eighth graders and how they're going back and forth and sharing these things. And there was like one glitch on a hole and North and Avery were so kind and be like, this group didn't get to play this hole. Can we skip this hole? And the kid, these three boys were just so thankful that they got to play this hole. So it was truly just an awesome end to the year, yeah. like how much work went into these little mini golf courses and the fact that third grade got to play these. And I just love the pride that these eighth graders showed as they went through this whole process with all the kids and just how much engineering, how much code and how much everything, you know, makerspace-y that we kind of want to throw in uh, to these projects that kind of made me super excited and things that we love in terms of like the micro bit with hummingbird and just it was it was just i was just blown away by what they're able to do and how they're able to like kind of inspire like the this next generation of like what they could do with like computer science and code yeah you know i keep thinking about that one group's um design and it had the Mickey Mouse arch, like how many times they had to come back to that engineering, you know, approach to get that to stand. Like they try, I don't even know how many, four or five. A lot. A lot. But, you know, that's the beauty is just that one component of their whole uh, it, they couldn't get it to work. And so they had to keep coming back to materials, angles, and like just so many different ways that they approached it. And then I don't even remember. I think that, I think your sub actually suggested duct tape and that was the winning thing, but it was so cool that they, you know, kept coming back to it and they cared about every single detail being perfect. And I just love, well, not perfect, but functioning in the way they envisioned it to and they really did want it perfect though like the color scheme and yeah. like they didn't want things to take away from the looks and the details so it was just awesome and i'm excited to think about like what am i going to do with this third quarter group because this group is already take you know the first group you know i was like kind of introducing them and they kind of had some free reign and it was just a lot of fun now as we start every episode we're starting a little late here we always like to start off with how we nailed it in the in the past week now, my dad, they, my kids call my dad Bumpa. My kids really wanted a trampoline for Christmas. And, you know, that moment where you don't get what you really wanted deep down in Christmas. You're just kind of, you're happy because you got all these great things. You're excited. You don't want your parents to feel like you're sad. But they were kind of dejected when they realized there was no trampoline in the backyard. 
And then my daughter walked into the garage and threw something recycling, and there was this huge trampoline box sitting there in the garage. Well, the day after Christmas, December 26, my kids wanted that thing to be put up. And let me tell you, it hasn't been warm in Arizona. Has not. It, it's been it's been a little 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 chilly here. So I started at about nine o'clock when it was thirty nine degrees. Started building this. I started out with Ryan and Mackenzie as my helpers, and my and dog Brady. Brady. Yeah. Don't forget Brady. Yeah. I quickly lost them. Ryan <laughs> Ryan took a head injury, like a pole doinked him in the head. He's got a nice little shiner on the side of his head there. So we lost Ryan for the day. I literally spent. You know, and putting a trampoline up by yourself is is uh, not an easy feat. I don't think they're meant for that. Yeah. No, they're, yeah. they're really not. Yeah. So, and anyone out there who's ever put a trampoline together, you, you feel my pain. You know what I've gone through. You guys should all have t-shirts. And, and the instructions are almost worse than Ikea instructions. There's basically no words. Which is bad because, like, safety is big on those. Exactly. You like think you're, they would be really careful. That, that, that was my thought. I was like, and I was, like, trying to follow these instructions step by step. Ryan's showing off his shiner there. I mean, look yeah, at that thing. That, that thing's, thing uh, I mean, he got doinked in the head like a hammer to the head. I mean, he mm-hmm. nailed it. Literally. Yeah. And he, he wasn't happy. He was blaming everyone on the work site. We had our first, like, meltdown literally within like 30 minutes of trying to put this together Good times. but mind you you talk about getting yeah, safety yeah so i'm trying to follow these instructions step by step and they don't give a lot of instructions it's just like ikea pictures and i Ooh. couldn't believe it like anything if you have a product just do a qr code to a youtube video showing you step one That's step two kind of going through I, how is how have all these companies not come to that conclusion that everything should be a YouTube video? It should be a liability, you would think. So I'm out there building. Finally, I get this like thing to like semi-stand, and then like everything's off of tension. So there's about 80 springs. Like Once you get it standing up there, there's like 80 springs that you got to use this like special spring tool to kind of get on there. So wow. I get about 75 springs in there, and I realize there's like two sections where the springs are like crooked. Now, and once they were crooked, they were like almost impossible to get out. So I'm like literally like trying to like use all my strength. I had to take a break. I wish I did a time lapse video like you told me where there was points where I was just like laying on the grass, staring up at the sky, questioning the project that I was doing. I mean, just for extended periods. Mind you, the kids are coming and going. They're playing outside. Brady's running around instructions in its mouth i'm chasing him it, w- it would have been a great time lapse i would have paid good money for that yeah movie. and just the battery life would just would not have supported i did not finish this thing until well past sundown you know it started raining that day though yeah right? it did start raining yeah. at night yeah, yeah so i got some rain there so i had had to take a little mental break then i came back and finally i was able to straighten out all of these springs which was no easy feat because when they're at an angle they're like twisted and it was not fun. So I, I, I fixed all the springs. You were impressed that it looked standing. Like it looked you, amazing. you said you would almost even even go on it. I that you would trust. I still will. I, I, I want to try this thing out. It was it was my greatest maker project I think I've ever done. The longest project I've ever worked on. And maybe the proudest thing that I've ever created. But then it didn't end there. So then it has the net. You know, it has the net. And then I put all these little posts that hold the net i put them in backwards okay. so i mean you're screwing these things with washers bolts so there's like six of these little posts that kind of go in and i put them all in backwards so then i didn't give up because you're a big person on once you start a project you I need to finish it you it. cannot stand that it. yeah so i go in I, I unscrew them all i spin them all around i put them on i fix them all there then I finally tap in my wife for the net because this net is like no easy thing. You got to like wire these metal things in. You got to make this like big circle. And it was no easy feat just getting this net to put on there. But the good news is the net goes on. But again, I had you in the back of my mind because the one thing, your biggest pet peeve is starting a project and not finishing the project. crazy. Now, talk about crocheting, knitting. To put the net on to attach it, you literally have to weave this thing no, in and you out. Don't. Yes, you should see. You should see the the work that I had to do. I, I spent probably another hour and a half in the dark, like with my flashlight. I needed the our Head, minor light. Yes. I need our minor light on there, where I had to weave all these things and tie the net down to the ground. 
But that thing has been the greatest gift. My kids have been on that thing nonstop. Ryan tries to jump on it at all hours of the night. Uh, we've been doing dirt, dude perfect throws where I just throw him the football and he's bouncing up there making these catches. Mackenzie had a friend over there yesterday, so everyone wants to go on the trampoline. But again, if you've ever built a trampoline, kudos to you. And if your kids are trying to get you to get a trampoline, tell them you'll take them to the trampoline park. Oh, well, I don't know. First, okay, first of all, what does Bumpa have to do with it? Was this a gift from Bumpa? This was a gift from Bumpa. Wow. Yes, this so was, really, this if was... you think about it, it was a gift for your kids and for you. Because yes. look how much you grew as a person. I, I text my dad many times and, and I thanked him for Yes, the gift. because I feel like that was, he basically helped you in your manhood. Like this is a step. I think you should get like a badge, much like Boy Scouts. I think you should get like a dad badge. Yeah. That was, is amazing. You know, and then the worst part is we just spent all this money on reseeding our grass. Our grass looks good. And then now this thing's like taking up our entire grass. And then I'm going to have this big circle of a dead spot on my grass i don't even know what to do when the landscapers come like i mean you just can't lift that thing and move it to the side i think the only thing to say is merry christmas this is a gift that's gonna keep on giving you know all your grass is gonna die under that spot just that one spot exactly it's going to look like a ufo landed but you will have so many memories and so who cares right it's gonna be the best yeah i love it my kids love it so Again. You know what's going to be cool? Like if you set up your, your slip and slide, you could just go right under it. That Like what could go wrong with these plans? Like I'm a fan. I'm a fan of this. All right. Well, maybe maybe we can get you on the trampoline today. Dude, we'll, uh, all about we'll, that. We'll, we'll do some dude perfect throws. You can uh, test the validity. But I, I am proud of it. It was, I'm telling you, from sun up to past sundown, it was a project. It was the project of my life. And and many a times I thought I was going to throw in the towel, but there was many a times where, because you're like tying things underneath the trampoline, like your arms, like my arm, like there's weird muscles that hurt, like I've never felt before. And there was many times where it would have been great on a time lapse where I was just staring up into the abyss, just like wondering like how my life came to this. Yeah, like you kind of had like a survival moment. I, I have to say, I think it's really impressive. Very impressive that you got it done. Like that is, not everyone could do that. So I am impressed. Good job. So that was my nailed it. What was your nailed it? Well, I, first of all, I, I had uh, some real highlights because I got this cool, which I meant to sh bring to show to you. I got this cool cube um that is like a smart cube and it basically will track like it will time you and how you move and it'll teach you how to like be more efficient at solving the cube but it collects all your data and it is really really cool um i got one and sam got one and so i'm like you know there's a lot of downtime you know my kids aren't young like yours are so you know they're doing their own thing on christmas and so it's just me and my mom and so i decided like i'm going to teach her how to do the cube and so i a lot of patience a lot of patience much like you with the trampoline but bless her because she stuck with it and we would do the white side and then but I would coach her a lot through it. And so then I didn't feel like she really understood it. So then I would scramble again and then have her do the white side. And I feel like she really got the hang of it. And then I helped her walk through all the way, like fully solving it. And she was delighted. And this is someone that I think you and I see this over and over and over that people are preconceived to decide what you're good at and what you're not good at. And I think it's so important for people to realize like the cube is like a huge block, I think, mentally for people. And especially you know, just adults in general. And they automatically are like, I can't do that. And so she did say that. And so the fact that she solved it, it made her realize like, oh my gosh, like I never thought I'd be able to do that. So I'm going to um, purchase her one and have that sent to her house and uh, do that for her because she loves brain puzzles. Like, you know, she's like Sudoku and all those. She's obsessed with Candy Crush. And I actually think this would be a really fun, <laughs> fun thing for her um, because she was really into it. And it was cool. I mean, I was very proud of that. I cleaned my sister's garage as a gift to her. Um, they're putting their house up. That was up. amazing. It really was amazing. And the worst part was I did this knowing that I would not get to see them like 
see the results because they were out of town and I was try, try to explain the beginning to end process. Well, if you've ever seen I, the I feel show like Quarters. This is, I feel like this is almost like an example of your sun up to sundown project. It 100% was. And my back has not been the same since. Like I legit this morning, I was like, my back is still having spasms. And you recruited Ella and Sam. And Sam and my mom. <laughs> so we cleaned this garage. But like when you went in, so when you went into the garage, there was no space. Like there was no pathways. They, their washer dryer was in there it's functioning. So you would have to like get through this little labyrinth to their, their devices. So I just thought this would be nice. And she had said like, I got to get to the garage. And when you have littles, like a baby, Amelia's what, six months? And, um, and then, you know, Finley is a, a precocious, almost five-year-old. And there's just, there's no way she's going to be able to do that. And, no and, way. And so what we would have to, we pulled every single thing out of the garage. And that took forever. And you know, like, I'm sure you've had this feeling where you do that and you're kind of like, all right, I'm done. Like, that took so much, just that one part. And then you realize, like, oh, I still have to do literally everything. So we do all that. And then, like, I made Sam go up into the attic. And, man, that kid he's lucky he's not older because his back would be like in bad shape too this kid was like it was like right out of a chris farley skit like he i'd pass a like a big suitcase and he's like wrestling it up in there <laughs> he looked like he's gonna fall out he's like sweating even though it's like i don't even know 40 degrees it was so freezing but um huge kudos to sam for what he did for that because i couldn't have done that without him but we like got rid of some stuff, you know, with her permission and organize and put stuff up in the attic. And that thing is a beautiful place now. And they're about to put the house up on the market. So my thought is like, it's like a sitting area. It's like couches and, you know, like chairs and stuff. And so it will actually be nice when they put that up. It's a very cool Cali garage. Like it almost has like that, that wood tile, yeah. like kind of goes in there. And... It is really nice. So that'll be hugely. And I did talk to them last night. They just got back into town and, um, my sister's a lot like Ella where it's like kind of even keel reaction, you know, she's like, Oh, thanks. It's awesome. You know, and you just want that like really, but her, her husband Todd is like all the feels. And so he was ecstatic and he was very, very um, glowy about how excited he is. And so it's awesome. I felt like that would have been a great time lapse of like what you guys did there, especially with Sam, just like wheeling these uh, huge suitcases in the attic. (laughs) It was hilarious. Like he was, he was the comic relief and we just had music and it was like, such a fun vibe and you know that was what that was christmas eve i think it was and so like much like for you what you did on your christmas day it was so nice to do something for somebody else that you were not getting you're not getting anything from that as far as like your agenda it's just for somebody else and that was just such a nice way to spend that day you know doing something that would make such a big impact for somebody else i hope you get a little kickback on this uh realtors commission there i'm just so excited it was like i feel very proud and i do like projects where you see like that final end that's why i don't like to leave them you know undone and so your biggest pet peeve yes and like that was such a sense of accomplishment it was it just i kept going in there it was hard though because a lot of my dad's stuff was in there so it was kind of like did all that and then i put all my dad's stuff and then i did that at the end by myself just kind of like went through his stuff and so that was good but um that was kind of an odd way to end it but still special so that was my good thing but my my failed it and i mentioned this to you briefly but uh was actually when we went to ale christmas that's my big family gathering and my sister and i we drive separately and we have the kids and we head off to go to my family's but we have to get uh something at sprouts like we have to go to the grocery store and because we have to bring whatever i don't know appetizer dessert whatever and so she says just figure this out like find where we're going well i couldn't i couldn't get the my directions to do what i wanted to so i was trying to figure it out while i was driving and i was like just start driving this way and i'll put in the map stuff it's going to be fine and so all of a sudden we're driving and she's like okay did you figure out where we're going and i'm like no no i'm i'm still trying to put this into the maps and all of a sudden we were in this line and we realized we can't get out of the line and we're heading into camp pendleton's marine base 
and it's like it is a huge marine base. Like, have you ever seen this place? I yes. Forget. Okay. I, I've is, almost done the same thing. It here. is legit huge, and it's very foreboding. <laughs> and I'm thinking, like, I still at this point, I'm thinking, like, what's the big deal? Like, what is the big deal? We took a wrong turn. We can't be clearly the only person that's done this. You know. I've done this. Yeah. So I'm kind of like, and you're, and you can turn, but the only way you can get out of this line is by getting on the freeway. And I don't want to get, we don't want to get on the freeway, especially in California. It's just so dicey. So I'm like, just go up to the thing. And it's like a border crossing. Like it's like that kind of border stop. That's the vibe that you get. So I said, just go up there and we'll just tell him we need to turn around really fast. And I'm thinking like, cool, no big deal. He's two ladies and we've got a car full of kids and it's, it's all good. I am dressed in the most ridiculous outfit as is my, as is my sister. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dressed in the Christmas romper. And because we, our family does ugly Christmas sweaters, but I wore like this whole romper just to kick it up a notch, which did go over really well with my family once I arrived. But so I know that we look ridiculous. And so the guy that stops us, he's, you know, he's military and he's in his, all his fatigues and he's got the hugest gun I have ever seen. I guess it's a rifle. It looked like a machine gun. I don't know. Rambo might've had it. I'm not sure, but it was like this crazy gun. And I'm still thinking like, all right, that's his job, whatever. So we kind of are like, oh my gosh, so sorry. Like we are just trying to turn around. We just got a, a wrong turn and he is super annoyed with us. And he's like, well, what is your purpose and we're like we have no like we just we just got in this line like we just are in the wrong spot and he's like I need your license so he takes Jess's license and I'm thinking he's just gonna look at it and then send us and he takes it and he walks away and we're like oh my gosh like this guy is not cool at all and so I say to him do you know how to get to Sprouts? Like, I, and my sister and I are just like, gosh, like, what is this problem? So then he comes back and he doesn't give us the license. He calls, he doesn't even use the guy's name. He's like, who are, or something like that. And he like calls this guy over and the guy also has this huge gun and they walk us to this spot. Like we have to follow him. The guy's walking in front of us in the road, holding Jess's license. And he's like pointing aggressively to this parking lot. It is a very serious offense. Apparently <laughs> like, what are we doing? We're not like Thelma and Louise. Like, I don't even know what we would possibly be doing. Are there any space. kids in the car? Yes, there were full of, they're full of kids. And so and you're I, driving or Jess is driving? I'm not sure if they thought I was like in Buddy the Elf when he shows up and there's like a holiday gram or something. Like, I don't know. But I wasn't trying to infiltrate their base. I just I just wanted to get to Sprout. So we're talking to the guy and he's really severe with us. And I say, finally, like, can you just tell us how to like get out of here? And the guy was like, okay, yeah. And he starts telling us. And then I say... And do you happen to, can you also give us directions to Sprouts? And he's like, no, ma'am, I can't give you directions to Sprouts. So I'm like, that's cool. Like, as long as we can just get out. So we hightail it out. But like, oh my gosh, they were so cranky about this. It was very, so that was a huge failure. Cause I won't lie. I thought like no big deal. And then I thought mm, maybe this is kind of a big deal. Cause this does not seem to be like as festive as I thought it would be. And it went poorly. So I, my sister did say you are the absolute worst with directions. I was like, I have said that from the beginning. We, we, we pride ourselves on that. Yes. And that's a, uh, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Pretty awesome fail on your part there. Now, how upset was your sister with you? Well, we were, I feel like we were both equally guilty right because she didn't know how to get there either my sister is um in general she doesn't really turn on you very much so like we were in it together so she knew like if i had to take a bullet for her from that huge gun she knew <laughs> that i would and vice versa it was like we're going down together very much like Thelma and louise actually now that i think about it so she was she was she was cool but she wasn't thrilled about my lack of directions and when we did pull out immediately she pulled over and said i need you to actually look at these directions <laughs> And I still couldn't figure out my map, so she took my phone away and, and plugged it in. So it all worked out. What did Ella say throughout this entire process? Ella just literally is kind of like, oh my gosh. Like all the time she's like, oh my gosh, you know. And it's it, she just, she laughs, you know, whatever. I think she just really wanted to get to Sprouts. Like the poor child is starving. It was well past lunch. We just, we failed her on so many levels. But Ella is just a roll with it kind of kid. I love it. I love it. That That is a great story there. And I, I want to expect anything less from you uh, 
thanks for sharing that. that. That just made my whole day there. Now, this week was pretty exciting for, for me and my family. And, you know, Sierra Verde, Deer Valley, the community, everything there. Now, me and you together, we've we've hit the trifecta. Totally. Like, we've hit the Arizona Cardinals grant. We've received a $5,000 grant from the Arizona Cardinals. That was four years ago. And that's what started Moxie. And mm-hmm. that's what kind of like got the ball rolling. That was like our first big grant. Big shout out to Dr. Tunis, who really helped us like touch that up and kind of yeah. bring that to life. Like a great surprise. We've also received the Diamondbacks grant this year, which they're going to do a great celebration for, with you and the announcement crew and no, coming Century out. Link was, was it a year ago? Years We're talking ago? about sports, though. Oh, these are all sports? I, I'm doing our sports oh. ones, like the trifecta of the big sports. Oh, I didn't realize this was a sports theme. I'm with you now. All right, so you stay with me with the sports okay, theme. Yeah, all right, so so we, we got the Diamondbacks this year, and we've, we've applied for the Diamondbacks the last two or three years, yeah. the last two or three years. Finally got the Diamondbacks grant. So pumped. And then this year, uh, was our first year applying for the Suns grant. And then I received the, the Suns grant. So we have the Arizona Cardinals, the Diamondbacks, and and the Suns. The Coyotes, too. I don't know if they do a grant. We'll have to, like, uh, we that's the one major it. sports team that we have not received a grant from. I think they actually do a grant. I think we did apply for it last year. And I don't think we got it. But anyways, so we've hit three of the four major sports. And it's awesome how they kind of give back. Uh, to to public education, charter schools, uh, where you know funding is tight in the state of Arizona. Yeah. So to start off my break, the first Friday, uh, I received two. I uh, received a twenty five hundred dollar uh, grant from the Phoenix Suns from APS. So I had a great opportunity to go to the Suns game. They're playing the Houston Rockets. Got to see James Harden. It was an awesome awesome experience because I got to take my daughter. She's a big hooper. I call her the James Harden of the CCV League. She gets it. I know she's going to shoot it. She's playing against boys. Sometimes I think the boys are afraid not to pass it to her. Uh, she's not she's not big on defense, but once she gets that ball in her hand, she's like, clear out. She's like, I got this, boy. She's like, get on my back, and I'll take you to the promised <laughs> land. This girl loves to shoot. So it was awesome to kind of take that in. And the gorilla came up. She got some selfies with a gorilla. She... Uh, she also had uh, got the autograph. She got to spend some time with the cheerleaders, so asking cool. them questions. She was so excited for the cheerleaders to come up. So it was like a really great experience for my daughter to that she loves basketball. She loves dance. She loves cheer. And she kind of got to take this in. But the coolest thing was that, uh, you know, Glendale Elementary is like my first district where I started teaching. Uh, 11 years ago and they were big on the plc model which you know deer valley is really starting to implement that's why we have our half days and someone from my plc my first year i had received a grant and was there so i got to spend a lot of time with him hanging out with him and his wife talking about all the cool things we're doing in computer science and education so i love that also there's a teacher from diamond canyon which also got the STEM certification the same year, the National STEM certification the same year that we got it. So it was so cool to kind of hear what they were doing on their campus, hang out with her daughter as well. Her daughter was a dancer in the Nutcracker. So just a, a cool experience uh, for that night to kind of uh, be celebrated. Totally. Mackenzie loved the Jumbotron. Um, I'm so bummed I did not know about this 15 Seconds of Fame app where if you download it, like they'll send you like your Jumbotron clip right to your phone. Wait, are you saying you didn't know that at the game? No, I knew it after. Because oh. my friend Lindsay told me about it. She's like, did you download the 15 Seconds of Fame app? Oh, and I was like, that's no. That's a bummer. I thought you were saying that because you had that. You know, yeah, so I wish I had it because then I could Dang show you uh, Mackenzie just yeah. stealing the limelight and just dancing her heartbeat out. And, and the crowd loved her dance moves. They were like all clapping for her around her. So it, it, it was pretty awesome. Now, same with the sports theme. Like... Uh, uh, I was also a recipient of uh, the Fiesta Bowl Wishes for Teachers, which is a $5,000 grant, which we're still working out the kinks on that. But we'll, we'll talk about that once we stop recording here. But the cool thing was we had the opportunity to volunteer with the Clemson football team. So on Christmas Day, they, they were practicing. They were here all week. And so we went and we 
packed 1500 backpacks with school supplies for title one for students in title one schools which you know title one is near and dear to our hearts you did your student teaching in the tolleson district which was title one you love those kids i I absolutely love my time spent in in glendale and title one i learned so much about life uh that i could never imagine how much i learned from these kids and what a better person i am because of my time uh, working with those parents, those community, those amazing, amazing educators. So it was cool to spend some time at Christmas to give back, but also be uh, with the Clemson football team. And it was just so cool. Ryan was crushed. Trevor Lawrence, the quarterback for Clemson, he's probably doing interviews or getting treatment or in meetings. He didn't come out there, and I thought Ryan was not going to be able to recover. Ryan was, like, holding on to this Santa hat. He would not give a Santa hat unless it was Trevor Lawrence. So, like, as they came through, we had a big tunnel. We were clapping and cheering for them. And Ryan was – I did not know if he was going to recover. So you have this, this huge assembly line where you're kind of going through, and they split the Clemson up into two teams. So, like, there was, like, this big trophy, and then there was, and there was this, this miniature trophy. It was almost embarrassing how small the second-place trophy was. And these guys, you know, they just got out of practice. They're here focusing for this huge football game. Clemson did pull it out, which is awesome. My kids are Clemson fans for life, especially yeah. Ryan. Huge win over Ohio State. I'm not a big Ohio State fan. but Ryan's always liked orange, so I think yeah. this works out well. Yeah, so it, it was just so awesome. But the cool thing was that, I mean, there, there was probably 20 to 25 teachers there on Christmas Day volunteering. And my kids were just like the perfect age to kind of like soak this up and kind of experience it. And, I mean, Ryan you know knows about play like he he just loves sports in that sense Mackenzie sees the news crews she perks up <laughs> she she knows how to she knows how to steal her moment he doesn't need 15 seconds no of she does she's, <laughs> she's got bigger plans than that yeah and so I mean it was just a great day and like you know players they could you know just kind of go through the motions and but I mean they were all into this like they, they had captains they had team names I forgot what her team name was so cool. and they were just so pumped up but Ryan I was trying to help them because, like, I mean, you're going fast. You're putting, th- you have to fill up a, a pencil bag first, and then you got to put all these supplies in the main backpack and zip it up. Now, Ryan, after one round, he's like, I'm going on my own. I'm like, are you sure? He's like, yeah, I got this. So Ryan just spread his wings, did his own thing. Z was already on her own. She was like, I'm going to take this moment. So Ryan's doing his own thing. Mind you, he's in front of these, like, five-star recruits, you know, future NFL player, like, linemen, like, you know, kind of, like, getting lost there. Ryan's doing his own thing. He's zipping it up. He's just doing – players are helping them. So we're coming towards the end, and Ryan has the last backpack. And it was just so awesome because all of a sudden he's engulfed by the whole, like, Clemson – this whole Clemson team – they're around him. They're helping him. Oh. They're like cheering. Like I feel like he's peaked too early in life, where he's had his Rudy moment. Like so, literally, Ryan has this last backpack. They're all around him, helping him, like cheering. Like I just have like the perfect video. Uh, they hand it off. One of the Clemson players pick him up. I lose it in the melee. They throw the backpack. All the players go crazy. Confetti goes flying. Someone's holding Ryan. Ryan runs around, gives his mom like the the super. Super Bowl MVP hug like it was it was just such a fun experience for my kids but then it doesn't end there I mean Ryan's moment was the absolute best now Mackenzie she has this unique ability to take moments sparkle sparkle. we'll say she has a unique ability to sparkle now they, they call the captain up from the winning team to come up to get this huge trophy. I mean, this trophy is probably about three feet and it's full of like little wishes for teachers, apples and and footballs. And who do you think goes up for the trophy celebration? 100% this girl. They call AJ, which was our captain, and he's number five for KJ. Sorry, KJ, number five for Clemson, is such a cool dude and gets McKenzie up there. And Mackenzie's up there for the whole photo op, like standing right side by side uh, with with KJ for this. Like Fiesta Bowl's taking all these pictures. Mackenzie's up there just smiling. That He's giving adorable. a speech. So Mackenzie did everything minus giving a speech. So that is it awesome. was uh, just such an amazing moment. To, you know, you want your kids to understand to to give back and 
appreciate what they have, but also, you know, enjoy these moments. And it was something that I'll never forget. The kids got their picture of Dabo Sweeney, the head coach for Clemson. And, like, they didn't realize, like, what a big deal that was. But shout out to, like, the uh, student athletes from Clemson University, uh, understanding, like, incorporating the kids, getting them excited. And, you know me, I love sports. And it was just, uh, it was truly, like, one of the highlights as a, as a parent to kind of have this moment with uh, the Clemson University football team. So here's what I want to know. What do you have planned for next year? I know, I know. <laughs> no, that's uh, it's gonna be talk about Ryan it's, peaking it's, too soon. Like you basically got the limo for like a, a third, a three-year-old birthday. Like you have to just up your game now from yeah, here. Yeah, it was it, it was it was truly awesome. It was a great way to spend Christmas and. You know, like the kids don't understand like what happened. Like everyone's like, "Oh, how was you know this?" And you know, they're like, oh, "I was up there in the trophy presentation." Ryan, like when he's telling you, he's like, "They were carrying me." You know, That's I had the, the winning bag. You know, like what and, a memory though. And you know, they did have those side perks, right, of the 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 camaraderie with the team and all that stuff. But for them to spend that day in service for somebody else, like it's such a great thing to do on that day of all days. So yeah, you know. and kudos to the Fiesta Bowl, how much they do with their outreach and That's how many huge. different organizations and charities and all this money that they give back to the valley not only in education but in playgrounds mm-hmm. parks the city so it was truly it, that that moment was truly awesome but again our break didn't end there so then with being a uh, wishes for teachers recipient i received two tickets to the cheese it bowl now you you buy many a cheese it's for for my kids for snacks after school <laughs> You know how much my kids lo- absolutely Especially love Cheez-Its. Ryan. Yes, Ryan loves Cheez-Its. He does. And so we got to see Air Force play Washington State. We had pretty great seats, kind of like just a perfect view. But for TV purposes, they had us all shuffle down. So we ended up in the third row. And it was truly awesome. And where was this again? This was at uh, the Dimeback Stadium. I forget the official Chase name. Field? Chase Field. Well played. Okay. Look at you. Well, I wasn't sure. It just came out. Yes. Uh, so they, they, they turned Chase Field into a football stadium, which you were trying to figure out how they yeah. did that. And it's pretty cool to, to see a football game in in a, a, a baseball field. Yeah. And so we had a blast. Third row. We were like on top of all the action on the Washington State uh, Washington State uh, sideline. The mascots were there, which I know you're not a big fan nope. of. But Ryan absolutely loved it. Uh, at the beginning of the second quarter, my buddy came and sat with Ryan, hung out with Ryan because he was one section over because uh, I was going on the field and you can't take your kids onto the field with you, which is a bummer. You know, would have loved for Ryan to have that experience. Wait, so this guy just happened to be at the game, but not for wishes for teachers? Yeah. Oh, that's so crazy. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. It kind of worked out good because those tickets in the lower bowl were like $150 a pop. So yeah. I didn't want like Heather to be like, all right, I have to buy you like one ticket. And then you're not even like sitting with us for there. But it was, it worked out kind of good there that my buddy was there. And so he sat with Ryan, they were hanging out, and then we go in the field at halftime. They play this like montage video of the wishes for teachers. And it was just so cool because I love the part. The lady actually caught like the one part. I gotta, I gotta get the clip because the you clip do was so have awesome. To get that clip. She was like, she's like, is Robert Lane there? So they said my whole name on the, the so Jumbotron. Cool. But then it gets better because as we're like watching this clip, there's Brady getting a drink again. Mm-hmm. He, he's obviously thirsty. Uh, as we're playing this clip, they they do my hootie hoo, my woohoo, my celebration, awesome. and I just get this huge smile on my face just thinking about Sam of how excited he would be, like kind of seeing the celebration. My wife would have been so embarrassed, but I was I was so excited that they took two moments from like such a special day to immortalize there, like yeah. in that clip. So who? What other things did they put in this montage? Because yours, as we know, because we've talked about it, like you reacted big and awesome and like appropriately excited right because we were so disappointed so like what else did they put in this montage i feel like, like you should have been in the montage i know bit. i know they i was honored i was so excited yeah, that I got, I got two two little shadow like and these are 200 teachers remember yeah. like that whole show was like such well, an awesome spectacle good, you gave them a good reaction i told them i said i, I give them i gotta give them what they uh give the people their money's worth right. you know and but i was just smiling thinking how excited sam was if he was 
was there to kind of experience that moment and kind of uh, see that because Sam was Sam was pretty adamant. People were not excited enough yeah, when they I were. I was so excited when, when they were responded that way. Uh, getting that news, but they played like their clips there, so it was so awesome. Uh, they took. There's a lot of teachers there for the game. They, you know, showed us up on the jumbotron. But the best part was we had to like sprint off the field, like because the Washington State band was like coming at us. And <laughs> I think was, you should have just stayed on there yeah. like, for like a diva moment. <laughs> <laughs> so it was it was so cool. And that game did not start early. That game kicked off at 8:15. That is brutal. And so I told you I was like I was like trying to take it easy with Ryan. I want him to have a low key day because we got this late night ahead of us. And we did not leave till like the second possession, the fourth quarter, which you know we didn't get home till about twelve, twelve fifteen. Brutal, mind you. The Fiesta Bowl parade was the next day. Now, have you ever attended the Fiesta Bowl parade? I never even. I didn't even know this was a thing. Okay, all right. You've never. You're a big fan of the Rose Bowl parade. That's something. Have you ever attended the Rose Bowl parade? No, but I've gone to see the floats prior to the. Okay, parade. that's what a lot of people do. Like yeah. I, I was talking to someone that like lived down there, and he said we would never go to the Fiesta Bowl parade, but we'd come the night before and see the, see floats. the floats. And that is really cool. And then like you'd always watch a big tradition. You said you guys mm-hmm. would watch uh, the parade on TV because that's not far from where I lived, so like it was a big deal. Yeah, well, I didn't realize like what a big deal the Fiesta Bowl parade was, and shame on me all these years I've never attended the Fiesta Bowl parade. But another perk was walking in the Fiesta Bowl parade. And let me tell you, there weren't as many people walking in the parade as they were at the game. Really cold. At the game the previous night. And, you know, my kids have been sleeping in. I had a had to have them rally, get ready to go to this parade. It was a cold morning, but it was one of the greatest experiences as a teacher because as I was walking that parade, everyone was just like clapping, cheering, saying, I love, we love you teachers. My sister's a teacher. Like, and like you talk about all the Clemson fans, all the Ohio State fans. So like people all over the country, I saw once that there was like 100,000 people at this parade, which I don't know if that was true, but you should have walked with a clicker. Yeah, I should have, but it was just so much love that everyone got from this parade and how much my kids enjoyed attending the parade and they got so much cool swag. Ryan has not been able to put down this cheese at football that he's been playing with nonstop, but just, you know, just the respect and, you know, just, you want to have that moment. Like I said to you, I was like, I was like, I hope you have this moment. And again, the Fiesta Bowl, people said it is a random drawing, like which, you know, 200 teachers, uh, received this this five thousand dollar grant, which totaled one million dollars, and it was you know it was you know good. you don't want to yeah it was pretty good. Ryan says like uh, I want to know though, part. do you think that there were more people that were supposed to be at the parade that maybe felt how chilly it was and thought you know I'm gonna sit this one out? Yes. <laughs> yes, it was a commitment. I'm not gonna lie. Going from the game the previous night. You know, and like I mean, I had to I had to dig deep. And Ryan, Ryan's my sleeper in our here. He loves to sleep in. He had to dig deep, but I he had a blast. I see a lot of birdies opening the wings. So then, when you so when you got the grant, did did they have like all of these options? Like, do you want to walk in the parade? Do you want to go to the Cheese It Bowl? Do you want to do this Volunteer. backpack thing? Is everything all at that point that you're signing up right then? No, they would like send an email. Oh. They're like, do you want to sign up for? Um, do you want to sign up for like the you know the volunteering thing we can mm-hmm. only have like a certain amount of teachers you know then they tell you like you can't share it on social media and kind of go from there and then like do you want to walk in the parade do you, you know again so yeah, there's a lot of emails going huh, back and forth okay but you know we didn't even share your fiesta bowl moment from last year like uh like the last two years like like last year um <laughs> i got like the the cheese it bowl the previous year before and so the last two years, we've gone to Blanco, which is my favorite restaurant in the whole world. I'm starting you, to really be a fan, I will tell you. If you haven't gone to Blanco, you really need to go to Blanco. It's on our way down. It's in Scottsdale. So we, uh, we last two years, we've gone down. We've gotten our tickets. And and then we have lunch. We ride scooters. Well, sort of, right? Sort of. We sort of get our tickets. Yes. So tell us what happened last year with your debit card. Yeah. Well, so... You said that last day was a Friday and you said, you know, because we were planning to go get lunch and you said, well, I thought we would eat at Blanco because I need to go pick up these tickets. And, you know, it's the first day of break. So you're like, sweet, you got no agendas. Perfect. So 
we go down there and we rented scooters first. Oh no, we, we ate a Blanco and it was really, really late. I remember being <laughs> starving. So we ate and then we did the scooters, the electric scooters, which we rented the Lime scooters, which I am a huge fan of. As you know, I've become like a little bit particular to those. And so much fun. It was your kids and my kids. So, so much fun. Beautiful day that day. And, um, and so we didn't even go look get your tickets right away we didn't know where that place was we cut it close it took us a little while it took a little while to find the fiesta bowl yeah it's actually really convenient once you know where it is but we did not know where it was sam totally knew where it was this year i still had no clue where we were walking and sam like led us right there yeah so we We did we did get our tickets first this year yeah we did that first this time but so we get in there and you get your tickets and I had applied for tickets too, but whatever, I never got the email. So I'm just like, you know, cool Again, for you. like last year, there was two Fiesta Bowl tickets and then four Cheez-It Bowl tickets like in this package. Yeah, so I <coughs> go in there with you and get your thing. And then um, I bought something. I don't remember what I bought, but I bought something for someone. I want to say it was for... I was going to say, like, did you buy something for Ryan? I, I think feel I like did you, like, buy bought... something for one of your kids, but I don't remember what it was. Maybe it was a... I don't remember what it was. But it was something cheese it Something, bowl. yeah, something cheese it bowl. And so I buy this thing, and we leave, and then I get home, and I realize that I actually got tickets. Like, it was in my spam that I had had this email from them, and that I, I love... This is amazing. It's real life right there. So... I actually had tickets and I was kind of like, I'm going to drive down there, whatever. Like, that's such a pain to drive. It, back it down. was a process. It was a huge <laughs> process. And I was like, I'm not doing that, whatever. And then the next day, uh, I realized I went to a store. I can't remember which store I went to, but I went to pay and I realized I don't have my debit card. And Ella helps me find this number to Wishes for Teachers or, geez, I'm sorry, Festival. It helps me find, and it is really hard to find this direct line. Anyway, we finally find people to talk to. And after like all these different transfers, um, phone wise, they say, yes, we have your debit card. It is really far. So I am like, we need to, (laughs) I have to go now. Mind you, this is the second day of winter break. Yeah. So anyhow, then yeah, got the tickets, got the debit card. Ended up giving the tickets to uh, our, our awesome friend. Miss Jenny. Yeah, Miss Jenny. And because I knew I wasn't going to be able to be there. And so it was super hilarious. But this year, we went down. We went to lunch again. Delicious. And Blanco. Then, and then you haven't gone to Blanco. T- it is good. My favorite restaurant in the whole world. I can't believe you didn't say your plug. They have the best rice. Um, they do. You're, you're a fan of the street corn. I, I was upset Sam did not get the extra rice. Dude, he talked about Blanco for like, days afterward like now that we're talking about it like i want to end this podcast to go to rate the blanco so (laughs) then we we get the tickets i am like well i'm not gonna do this twice like i'm gonna ask if they have tickets but it's awkward because it's you said they're not giving many tickets out this time because it's like these are expensive you know this is going to be expensive to go to this bowl game and so i ask and there's like an awkward moment there's another guy who says he's picking up his tickets his are not there he was doing basically the same thing i wasn't trying to cheat the system i just assumed it was in my spam again and i was wrong there was that, no that was our nailed it there yeah now that brings me back to a moment did you hear about miss jenny's amazing news no no I, I feel like you might be like and you know i feel like she owes you a little bit now you you gave her these fiesta bowl tickets last year her and roma went to the game had a blast now i can't believe you've not heard this news her and romo for somehow being a season ticket holder or apply for this thing they won tickets to the super bowl <gasps> how cool for them i know well i feel like you might have to <laughs> might have to drop some. i forgot that you gave them that fiesta bowl tickets last oh, year good for them i didn't but, know uh, that yeah so she's like you know just beside herself oh, she's so excited so and cool. it's in miami this year so miss jenny our dog we've talked many times love how much her. we love her so and much one one uh, Super Bowl tickets for Good this for, her. for this upcoming Super Bowl. She's worked hard. She that'll be an awesome trip for her. Too bad it's in Miami though, but still, still yeah. so much fun. They're gonna, be, they're gonna spend a lot of money for these free tickets. That's but, gonna be money uh, well spent. It just made me think about that, and like I didn't know if you knew she had won those. And no, like, uh, I'm so I, excited. Uh, you know, with the end of the year, things were so busy. I didn't even have a chance to talk to her and celebrate that awesome moment. That is amazing. Good for her. That is awesome. But that I will say. 
that end of the that day that when we went there and did those scooters we tried a different brand right and i have be- realized i'm kind of a brat about scooters because you guys like those birds better right yeah i was a fan of the birds yeah and i really like the limes and uh but it was so much fun sam is like a he is a beast on those things he loves them he was hitting like 22 miles per hour he was so excited and like where we were riding these like we're in such a perfect area like we're in like old scottsdale like behind the scenes there yeah, like but we're not in the perfect area because it says no riding those scooters <laughs> which is odd because that's where they rent them yeah so, so it's not really our fault it was it was a blast uh so an amazing break we still have one more week this is our last pod of 2019 i can't wait to see what we come up with in 2020 uh with the podcast how we have amazing people on but it just it's been so fun to record this pod on break because three previous breaks we've tried to figure out how do we get to this point and now like with the podcast we're at the point where people are downloading this all over the world we really want you to reach out ghana i'm just saying we got a swag bag for you ghana all right well as we always say if you can be anything in the world be kind and for all of you just keep changing the world now, if you loved hearing stories about Mrs. Schofield being held up at gunpoint at Camp Pendleton, make sure you follow us on Twitter where you can see all those photos, all those videos, see our students work. So you can find me at Mr. Lane, the STEM guy. And me, Mackenzie Lane. And me at a positive proton.